0: Be Wealthy and Smart, Episode 111. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, I want to talk about, is it better to buy index funds and ETFs or manage mutual funds? This is a topic that's near and dear to my heart because I spent over 25 years in the financial industry representing professionally managed accounts. Those are accounts that have managers who make individual selections of stocks, bonds, etc., whatever their fund is comprised of. And so I tended to be toward the more managed money side and having those good managers to manage your money. And I still do tend toward that way, where I'd like to find someone who can consistently beat the averages and is a good manager and have them managing my portfolio rather than just passive ETFs or index funds. But first, what is an ETF or an index fund? So an index fund is simply the measure of a particular stock market average. So The Dow Jones Industrial Average, for example, would be all of the Dow Jones Industrial Stocks that make up that index. It's a basket of stocks that we measure the rest of the stock market against. Even though there's just a handful of stocks in the Dow Jones Industrial Average, and that's 30 stocks to be exact. So just those 30 companies are making up the average, and we are using that as one of the markers to see if a manager outperforms the Dow or doesn't outperform the Dow. Likewise, the Standard & Poor's 500 is an index that's made up of the 500 largest companies in the U.S. It is, though, a weighted average, meaning the largest companies take up more weight and are more heavily weighted and count more than the smaller companies. So it's not an equally divided uh, weighting for the stock. So you've got a handful of these large companies, about the 10 largest companies that are really giving the most, the bulk of the performance to the index, and the rest are providing the balance of that performance. But the S&P 500 is an index that's, again, a basket of those 500 companies that we do measure performance against. So we're saying, here is a, a measurement. Are you performing better or are you performing worse than the average? So that's what we're using the indexes for. Now, several years ago, along came exchange traded funds or ETFs. And what ETFs Came Why they came about is because most managed accounts, number one, weren't outperforming the basic indexes, and number two, they had higher fees. So exchange-traded funds came out to be a basket of, say, biotech stocks or a basket of oil stocks, Um, all these different baskets that were passively managed. They were not actively managed. They were just passive baskets that didn't change year to year, they could be country-specific, they could be industry-specific. Uh, there's all kinds of ETFs now. And you can buy them as a proxy for buying You know, all of those biotech stocks. You can buy it as a proxy for buying a group of biotech stocks rather than having to pick a few biotech stocks in your portfolio. So people are, managers are using them to invest in certain areas in a more convenient way, in a low cost way. But they are, again, a basket. And so there's no outperformance due to individual managers or any additional performance that can come from this because it is what it is. It's whatever those companies do, that's their performance. So The big debate over whether you should be in index funds slash ETFs or managed mutual funds is really over two reasons that I've already touched on. One is performance. Last year, the S&P 500 uh, only was up 1.4% with dividends. And so most of the managed accounts underperformed that because they have higher fees. So typically the average stock fund fee is 1.19% versus let's say a Vanguard index fund is 0.17% for a difference of 1.02%. So an actively managed fund is going to have to perform 1.02% better just to equal an index fund. So that means a manager is going to have to work a lot harder, get extra performance to really earn their fees. Those are really the uh, main points is the performance is tough for them to beat. And number two, the fees are a hurdle. So in 2015, mid cap or medium sized companies 57% of them underperformed their benchmark And in 2015, 72% of small companies underperformed their benchmark. So again, these actively managed funds, the managers did not outperform the indexes. So that's not boding well for professional management. Having said that, I do have to say that this is kind of like the 80-20 rule, where 80% are not outperforming, but perhaps 20% are. And those managers that are outperforming, the indexes are worth having in your portfolio because you can have extra return. And extra return means you're going to be compounding at a higher rate. And you know, from my six steps to wealth, that the money engine you want is one that will compound at a high rate. So That's where if you can get extra return, it's well worth paying for it. So you want to seek out those active managers that do year after year after year outperform the indices, and they do exist, they're out there, but you do have to do some research and dig for them. And the place to do that is at Morningstar.com. M-O-R-N-I-N-G-S-T-A-R.com. So Morningstar.com gives you a lot of research on different funds. It tells you what the performance is of those funds. And you can find that 20% that might be able to compound at a higher rate for you. But keep in mind... In one year, 66% of those managers did not outperform the indexes. In five years, 84% did not outperform the indexes. And in 10 years, 82% did not outperform the indexes. So you're going to have to turn over some rocks to try and find some good performing managers. But they're there. They are there. So I would say here are your action steps. Number one, look for the 20% on Morningstar. It's worth finding that extra compounding because you're going to build extra wealth as you find managers who can outperform the indexes and get you higher returns. Number two, don't be too fee-centric. Be performance-centric. People get all caught up on how much the fees are, and as I said, it's a 1.02% difference, which... You know, If a manager's outperforming that and, and making their fees and making it worth your while, then that's fine. It's when they're not outperforming the indexes and not earning their fees that it becomes a problem. But don't make a decision simply on one has low fees and the other doesn't. Make the decision on performance. Make the decision on which fund has outperformed and gotten you extra returns, And has beat the indexes year in and year out. So you want to do your research. And I would say the third step is that if you are investing in your 401k, of course you have a limited menu of investments that you can invest in. You might have a selection of ETFs or indexes. You might have a selection of actively managed accounts or both. And so if that's where you're looking at and that's where you're investing right now, you have a limited menu. You have to go with what you have and what choices they give you. You don't have the entire universe of all investments open to you unless you have an IRA or a direct brokerage account outside of an IRA. You don't have all of the choices available. So if you're in a 401k, do your best to choose based on good long-term performance, whether or not it's you know, based on an index or not. Look at performance and what the numbers are. If you're outside of a 401k, do your research, find that 20% of managers who are outperforming the indexes so that you can compound your money at the highest rate possible. That's what's going to build your wealth. That's what's going to get you to your goals faster. It's all about the compounding, not about the fees. If you want more tips to boost your wealth, go on over to my website and get 10 free financial tips to boost your wealth right now. They're easy steps that you can put into practice that can boost your wealth and get you on the path to financial freedom sooner.